first off, I just want to say, I think you're a kind of person who just doesn't give up ever. I heard your journey of making uh, Invasion Planet Earth. And basically in this episode, I want to inspire filmmakers listening. You were raising money and for this Invasion Planet Earth. And then um, you filmed a bunch of shots or scenes. And then again, you had to raise more money. And that was the process. So just tell me, like... Was there any moment? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> did you want to give up at some point and be like, like, why am I doing this? You know? No. Uh, you, the thing that you have to remember is, I've had this passion to make a movie ever since I was a kid. I was, I was 13, I think. I saw the original Star Wars, and I was absolutely hooked. And um, it just took forever. <laughs> I got into the film industry when I was 22. I became an editor. I learned the craft, which was very, very important to me. And it was back in the days on film when we actually cut on film. So I learned the old the old way. And um, we couldn't just go out with a phone and film things in those days. Mm-hmm. You needed to do it properly. You needed a camera, which was expensive. You needed film stock. But um, and and that passion, I tell you, I, I love films. I love filmmaking. I'm, I'm in my fifties, and it's no different now to when I was fifteen, sixteen. So uh, prepare yourself to all your young fans. It doesn't go away. <laughs> I'm afraid. Um, but no, no, and and you know, I've seen the alternative. Um, I, you know, I worked in the industry for years, but I got my first film made in 1996, a film called Written in Blood, and. It did really well, but I found it very difficult after that to get other things off the ground. And um, it's it's a pretty demoralizing place sometimes when you really want to, you know, get out there and make your film. Um, but it's usually money. Money it's always money actually. Money is always a thing that is is a block for you. And um, the great thing about crowdfunding is if you just keep going at it and keep working at it, it real money comes in. Because mm-hmm. I had lo- I'd, along the road, I'd had lots of conversations with people. Yeah, we'll give you 200 grand here. You'll get half a million for this, 20 million for that. And it never, <laughs> for me, it's never come off. Never. And, and years and years and years of promises. So, <laughs> yeah, so, you have to do it small step, like, you know, small yeah. steps at the time. Well, have you seen The Terminator? You know, the, the original Terminator movie. Arnie will not die. He just keeps going <laughs> until he dissolves. You know? And that's what I thought. I'm going to be like him. I'll just keep going until uh, destiny takes, takes me. <laughs> Hopefully it won't for a while. How's your family or friends? Like, do they think you're crazy or they understand completely? Um, well, my, my wife's an artist. She's a really, really good artist. And uh, she understands that creativity completely. She's, she's got the bug as well. And, you know, um, She she paints all day and I try and make films and do whatever. So yeah, we, we it works quite well. My my daughters, they're they're kind of with me, you know, but they <laughs> they've got no choice really. Um, and my friends, you know, they they seem to understand. A lot of them are filmmakers as well, so we've all we've all got the creative disease. Exactly, know. that's good. That's good. Um, so nine hundred extras showed up for the battle scene and you shot it in Birmingham, Birmingham, yeah. I think. So how was that moment for you? Like it was surreal or it was just like, it was just like, okay, it's happening. Or it was like mind blowing. Well, like, it has to be huge. It was, it was, a bit, <laughs> it wasn't quite what I expected. I, to be honest, I, the first thing for me was get permission to do it. First of all, and that was quite tricky. Now, The thing about Invasion Planet Earth, there's a big battle scene, crowds of thousands, tanks, soldiers. I didn't shoot it all in one 
blog. I, I shot mm-hmm. lots of, I shot the crowd scene first, but we just had, that's when the 900 people turned up. So it didn't have tanks, didn't have soldiers. And I, I arranged an evening and a Birmingham, um, Phil Birmingham let me film in right in center. We closed off all the main roads into the center. So we had the whole center. And when I t- I'm not talking about the size of the West End in London here. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a square and a couple of streets going off to it. Um, so I had that and I had that weeks in advance. And uh, at the time, I think it was 2014, I was quite new to Twitter and Facebook. It was, it was this new thing for me. And I just blasted a friend, an old school friend of mine. We just blasted out, come and be an extra, come be an extra. And we did it for weeks and weeks and weeks and relentlessly. <clears throat> and I turned up on the day a, a few hours early and there was no one there. And, and, this, <laughs> and we had cameras and cranes and lights. And I was thinking, oh, God, what have I done here? If there's like 12 people, it's going to look ridiculous. <laughs> And uh, and slowly but surely they came and um, and and it, there's there's a shot I've put it out. I mean I can send it to you if you want. But um, there, there was we, we I was at one side of the square and all these people were over there and I'd been talking to them through a loud hailer thing and I didn't quite realise the scale of 900 people. And we got back, we got the camera, action, and they all ran towards camera. And it went on and on and on. <laughs> and it was like, oh, my God. And um, <laughs> it was brilliant. And, and the people just, I planned it out very meticulously. You know, they start at that end of the street, we run down, we'll cover it from lots of angles, then they'll run from there to there. And so, and, and we blocked it out, lots of different camera people, just in different positions, covering it. And we did it and they ran and they ran and they ran and everybody was like, oh, my legs are killing me. But they, they were so high. They said it was the most exercise they'd ever had. But what was really <laughs> cool uh, was I said, right, w- w- imagine there's a spaceship chasing you. So you're running along and you're looking back. And I want you to scream. Don't laugh. Just scream in terror. <laughs> and I think it was great therapy for a lot of these people. But, but it sounded, the sound of 900 people screaming <laughs> is, it echoed through the whole city. And as the pubs <laughs> finished, people were coming out. Now, what's going on? And they'd all, they were joining in and we were signing them up. We had released all the sun and they were running up and down the street. And there's one shot in the film, I, I, I mean, in the rush years, where the crowd goes by and then the camera person follows the last few people and there's four guys with like cans of beer kind of running along. <laughs> really funny. That was great. It was, I, I couldn't believe it to be honest. I, I came away and it looked amazing. It had been shot beautifully. The lighting was amazing. So... Yeah, it was great. Sorry, that was a really long answer. I don't do short answers. Sorry. Brilliant. Yeah, that's cool. Actually, that's very good. And and in terms of hours, like or how how long that took in total that one scene? Uh, well, I know okay. it was shot in parts. Yeah, that that it, ridiculously as it might sound, it took four years. It took me four years to shoot. Have you seen the film? I don't know if you've seen yeah, the battle yeah, scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the um, it took four years that whole battle scene. The crowd scene, I I shot. The thing is, I raised money i needed a bit i knew i needed for my kickstarter i needed a bigger audience hence the reason we had this crowd scene and they all signed up the next day to be part of it so so that was the first reason for doing that that initial crowd scene and then i had to shoot a bit with our lead lady uh, lucy drive her scene so we, we did that and then i raised a bit more money and then we shot some more scenes and then we cut the film we shot all the whole film and then i had that battle scene it was looking really good but i thought we need the military I, I really wanted the military, and I was like, "How the hell am I? How am I going to do this? How did you get tank? I mean, well, here, here's the thing. Okay, I, I was, I was, I, I do kind of corporate stuff, you know, for pay the bills, videos, and things. 
And I was filming this, do you remember a few years ago, it was a celebration of 100 years, the end of the First World War. Mm-hmm. I was at this event and this guy had some tanks in a field and I just said, uh, you haven't got any sort of modern tanks, have you? you know, would you? <laughs> and he said, yeah, yeah, I've got 72 tanks. I was like, really? And I didn't, didn't believe it. Anyway, in this little country village, the little drive over field, there's this warehouse full of tanks and helicopters and, and like there were 50 helicopters, military helicopters lined up. And uh, he was providing parts for the military. And, you know, he was sort of did services, web, uh, machinery and stuff. But he, I, I, so I had him. So then I went to the council and said, you know, I did that crowd scene a few years ago. <laughs> Could we bring a few tanks in? And they said, tanks, what sort of tanks? And I said, they're roadworthy. They, they won't grind up the road. They're not like, you know, these really big, hefty 32-ton tanks. These are kind of military vehicles that are street-worthy. And they, they let me do it. So we, we got uh, four tanks, an armoured personnel, armored personnel carrier, a, um, a, a jeep with a machine gun on, on the back. And, and we shot all these. And then, of course, the crowd had had such a good time. Once I sort of mentioned it, they were, loads of more people turned up. So it was, that was a huge evening, that one. That was really big. We had the soldiers. We had 45 soldiers. And I just asked around, and, and all these groups of soldiers just brought, came along. Um, we had a bit of an issue with their guns because they obviously couldn't have real guns. They, mm-hmm. they had fake guns, but you can't just walk into town with a fake machine gun. So we had to, it was very, very strict how we did it. And we had to have up, I had to actually pay some armed policemen to turn up and manage the whole thing. Well, I didn't manage it, I managed it, but they just sort of, you know, just to be there in case there's any trouble. So, but but once I put those scenes in with the crowd scenes and then the other bits, it was, I was like, wow, this is, this is quite a scene, you know. Oh, yeah. So it was, it was really, really exciting. And, and you know, it didn't cost, didn't cost a fortune as well, as much as you might think it did. I paid everybody. I, I mean, the crew and the tanks. <laughs> and that. I, I didn't pay all the extras, but... But, um, you know, so it, it was, so we did it on, on a very low budget. I think a lot of people want to have this experience because it's a lot of fun, you know, like just running around screaming and, and being part <laughs> of this, you know, and, and it's just like a huge production and feeling like you brought a piece of Hollywood into the UK, you know. <laughs> so yeah. I think everybody will want to be part of it if they hear about it. And so of Infinite Worlds, I oh. think you're going to do scene which you require a lot of people as well right yeah yes yeah <laughs> so everybody who supports the film or anybody else, like can join you right yeah yeah you know what I, i'm it's all about money i'm afraid i'm i'm trying to raise the money for the film but what i found on the last one was I, by looking after all those people that chipped in and you know it, it, they'll know i wrote to them you know, not every week, but I wrote to them a lot and kept them updated. And, and a lot of them got really excited about the whole journey. And, that, you know, a lot of them mm-hmm. kept chipping into the ca- campaigns. But then we had the screenings and the premieres and, and, and people came. And that when they, the film came out, they bought the DVD and photographed it in the shop. So, you know, it was good for us and it was great for them. So it was a really nice, it was a really nice sort of uh, relationship between the, you know, the, me and, and the audience really. And, and, and I tried to get as many people in it as possible. <laughs> you know, if you look for film, there's loads of crowd scenes and, you know, or, or just where there's lots of extras. And I want to sort of do the same this time. I mean, you know what, to be honest, I'd really like someone just to come along and fund it. If anyone's listening, um, but, <laughs> but wouldn't we all, but I'm, I'm quite sort of realistic. Um, and I, th- I thought, well, I'll do the same again get the thing going, 
you know, raise a bit of money, start shooting it, and we'll have this scene. I'm not quite sure where we're going to shoot it yet, but it'll be an inside scene, it, and it won't be running and screaming. It's a slightly different film, this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, So and, and as soon as I can get that organised, then we'll, we'll do it. You know, it should be good. It should be really good. I'm looking forward. And- yes, and you'll be, you, you bought your mug, so you'll be on the list. <laughs> yes, I'm on the you list do- if you want the mug. You can do a video. You better do one of your videos live from the set. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, so everybody can go and buy it. And I want to ask about like the whole marketing behind it, because, you know, all these designs, they're beautiful. The the movie poster and the website is, is look, it just looks so good. Like I bought these like in, two minutes after I visited a website. because I'm like, okay, this is a real deal, you know? So oh, you no, seriously. And do you, do you have like a huge marketing team for that or how, how do you pull this off? Um, together? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's huge marketing. No, I, I know what I, cause I'm, when you're really passionate about something, I, I just get, I just get on with it. Now I didn't do the artwork, but the guys that did the artwork for my, for invasion planet earth, which is there's, that, that one there's the in fact it's behind you over your shoulder mm-hmm. um they they were really did a fantastic job on invasion so i raised a little bit of money um initially for of infinite worlds and i asked them would they would they do me a piece of artwork which they did and uh that's what i've been using basically and I, you know and i turned it into a mug and we've got little posters and i'm trying to do as much as i can with it but as i've gone along and i've raised money i've, I've you know we're designing the film and on the website, you'll see, you know, a lot of our set designs and um, I've had some concert work done. And, and, and we've had these, uh, with Invasion Planet Earth, we had um, CGI spaceships. But in this one, I wanted to do physical models. I wanted, uh, they, they just felt a little bit stuck on. And I did everything to try and not make them look stuck on. But I still, when I look at them, you know, they look stuck on. So I've gone for mm-hmm. proper models. So I've, I've hired an old model maker uh, with the crowdfunding money. And he's built, uh, he's built four ships. And these are big ships. These are like three feet long. I've got them in my garage. It's crazy. And um, <laughs> and he's doing two more. So I've got two more coming next week. And then, and I've started with the first one. We, we've shot a lot of it, but we've also had it scanned. So I put it into Unreal Engine and, and been using, having it flying through asteroids. And it's, I mean, it's looking, I'm so excited about it. But because they're real, because they're, they're real models, it just looks fab. Anyway, you were talking to him about marketing and I went up on one. <laughs> so, so, you know, as you go along, you collect a lot of these things. I'm always photographing, you know, when we had the, we were filming the, the, the first model on a big rostrum camera. Um, I just photographed it like crazy. And then they, they pop up, you know, on the website and, and mm-hmm. when I'm marketing. And I try, I try and tweet, you know, two or three times a day on Facebook and I'm using LinkedIn as well. Uh, I, I don't do Instagram. I've got it actually saying I've got Instagram, but I, it's just one too many. And uh, I don't do TikTok or anything like that. I'm too old for that. But, but I think <laughs> it's just, just keep telling people and, you know, and, and like people like yourself get excited about it and jump on board. And it's, it's just brilliant. And, and then you start talking about it and, and, and it, that kind of works for me. And I, I'll try and make sure that, you know, everybody that chips in can come and be part of it in some way. Um, you know, or, or at least they'll get the offer to come and be an extra or whatever. So, uh, you know, even even come to the screening, come to a premiere or whatever, you know. Um, exactly. So that passion, you know, when I see a really passionate person who actually does a lot of hard work, you know, to really realize his dream, it's just motiv- insp- inspirational to me as well. Um, and so I heard that... <laughs> 
You, <laughs> what? you want to build spaceship sets in the old IKEA building. Is it happening? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what? Well, yes. <laughs> well, you, you're in London, aren't you? You're in London. Yeah, well, yes, up yes. Here in Cob- I live in the Midlands. Up here in Coventry, we have an old IKEA building that to three years ago, before the pandemic, they just left. It wasn't working. They'd left. It and it's a, I mean, it's a big, proper IKEA building. So it's empty. Now, they are... Um, They're trying to work out what to do with it, this building <laughs> that's sitting there empty. And they've got various plans, but they are trying to use it as a film studio. And I think what they want is Disney or Netflix, you know, a nice big companies come in and fund it. I don't know how they're doing on that front, but I, I thought, I said, well, could you squeeze me in the bottom corner? I don't need them. It's, <laughs> you know, so, so we're, we talk, we're in talks about that at the moment. And um, I mean, it's, it's looking quite good, but, you're dealing with councils it's it's very difficult to get a decision so i mean i'm playing the game at the moment the waiting <laughs> game but it's uh if not i'll find i'll find somewhere else to do it but we do need to find a space to build our sets in and that that i'm i'm we're shooting a bit in may a, a big chunk in may but then after that we're going to be building our sets hopefully in ikea i hope so because it's really convenient for me and and for the actors they can jump on a train from london be up in an hour and 10 minutes so it's really you know it's really good Absolutely. So, yeah. And so my next question is the writing process. Okay. Oh so, yes. and, <laughs> and also your advice on that, because when, when you have this idea and obviously it's um, in space or it's a, you know, a film about like a sci-fi. So when you write a screenplay, do you at the same time think about budget or you just let your imagination run and then you figure out how to make it happen? Um, well, that's a really good question. I think if I was just a writer, I would probably just write whatever, you know. Um, but because I know I'm going to be making it, I always try and think, how can I, how can I, how would I be able to do this? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I try not to limit myself. Um, I, you know, I, as far as I'm concerned, it's, it's, you know, it's your imagination. So you've got to let it kind of run. Um, And I just, um, I, w- I would say, you know, a sensible advice. If you're an independent filmmaker and you want to make a film, go, go as big as you think you can go. One of the things I learned on Invasion and on my first film was when it comes to locations, use what's local to you. Like at the beginning of Invasion Planet Earth, the kids run towards this lovely old castle. And that's just down the road for us. That's Kenilworth Castle, which isn't that far mm-hmm. away. And I just thought, well, that, you know, the Americans are going to love that. Uh, and, you know, and as I've discovered, the Japanese love it as well. And, and so I was trying to think of all these things. And, and, and originally, you know, when I thought Birmingham, when I saw the streets of Birmingham, they're so, it's, it's like London. I thought, let's, I've got to shoot. I really want to shoot in Birmingham. And then there's a graveyard that was absolutely beautiful on the hill, which I'd seen, I'd driven past for years. And I eventually went in there and asked them if we could film. And so I used all those things. But when it came to special effects, being an editor, And, a, and stupidly ambitious. I thought, I could do that. I could, yeah, I could. Burn. And, um, you know, when it came down to it, I didn't do all the effects, but I did the, I did the sort of dodgy ones. I, I, got, I was very lucky. I got some good friends that are very good, at, but they can't just devote their lives to my film. So they would do one or two shots, the really big, impressive shots they did. And then I ended up doing a lot of else. And I had a few people helping me as well. But it, yeah, that, that was hard work. And the effects on that film was hard. So, 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 so I would say just... Don't limit your imagination and your scale, but just think logically, how can I actually do this? 
And um, the other thing about writing, what I've realised over the years, is everybody everybody knows what's best. Everybody will know you. Everybody will give you advice. <laughs> and at the end of the day, you've got to decide what's right for you. You know, we, we can read the books. If you're sending a script to Hollywood, then you've got to have it formatted in a Hollywood you know, it's got to be done properly. If you're sending it to famous actors, again, it's got to be done properly. Um, so it's 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 getting the balance between getting it right and professional, but also at the level that you know you can do it at. If that's mm-hmm. if that's helpful. Yeah, definitely. And every and everybody, sorry, nobody knows your world better than you do. Whatever they say, that's that's you know, you want a, a someone if somebody reads your script and uh, wants to help you, they need to say, what you need as a writer needs to look for is somebody to say, look, that bit on page eight, I didn't quite understand that. And would she really do that? Uh, Because what you don't want is, this is rubbish. I didn't get it. It was good. The ending was bad. You need to, you know, that's that's all I can say. And and script writing is hard. It's the hardest part. But it's, you know, it is the hardest part. Everyone says. (laughs) So how long... Did it take to write of Infinite Worlds screenplay? Um, right, okay. I've got a confession to make here. <laughs> uh, there, there isn't one. There's two. There's part one and part two. Ah. Okay. So, so, um, and it's a bit of a weird one. Part two came first, and then I'd written it, uh, which took me. It took me about two months to get the first draft done, and then the last two years, I think I'm on draft eleven. I keep rewriting it and just tweaking it and. Oh, I can't get that, but I can get this. So, you know, we sort of adjusted to fit what we've got. The second one took me about, which was actually part one, which is um, took me about four weeks to write to get it the first draft done. And then, I don't know, I've, been, I've just finished another draft. I'm on draft four now, so it's about a year. <laughs> <laughs> There's no easy way, I'm afraid. There's no easy way. If you want to make a film and be a film director, be a filmmaker, write your own scripts, read writing screenplays to sell, read The Hero's Journey, all those fabulous books and videos out there. But at the end of the day, you've got to write. So, And with Invasion Planet Earth, like, did you, have, did you have to lose some scenes because of not having enough time or maybe it didn't work in the film? So did you give up any scenes that, you know, it was... Yeah, you know, I did. Hard? I, I mean, uh, you know... The script went through so, I mean, because oh, it took me so long to make, we rewrote and rewrote and rewrote and rewrote. And it, it got a little bit messy. And then, and then it, back in 2012, I scrapped it and started again. What was this film about? And I re- rewrote the thing, but that was the version we made. Well, what we did, there was quite a lot. Um, they, there's a scene in the film where they go down, they, they fly across, he flies across the ocean, goes into the mothership. And there's loads of, it's all shot on green screen. And, and this, this went on for quite a bit, this, this sequence. And we shot it all and the actors were really good. And as, as I was putting it together, the, the CGI for that was just taking forever. Mm. And, um, and, I, and I really had to have a talk to myself and say, look, cut some of this stuff out. It's not work. You don't need it all. It's too long. As much as I love it, I've got to be brutal and say, I don't need it. And so, So we chopped it down. So quite a lot of that went. And that was quite a lot of the mystical stuff. And um, so, yeah, so that went. And, there, and a lot of the scenes, I, I, shot, I shot three or four scenes that we didn't use in the final film. Mm-hmm. One, one I was a bit sad about, but I thought, oh, the audience kind of knows that. They, they, and it was telling the audience what they already should know. So, you know, I had to be a bit hard on myself, but I think it was worth it in the end. Yeah. There is a special edition with it back in, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, on a, 
a weird question, but on a scale from one to 10, how difficult is being a filmmaker as a career, in your opinion? Um, oh. It's a nine. It is quite hard. I, people I mean, people yeah. might think like, you know, we're just having fun or something like, you know, it's totally different. <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, you, you know, I've seen all your videos. Talk about inspiring. I've seen how many videos you've done on your website. Well done for that. Oh, sorry, not your website, on, on your YouTube page. Thank you. Um, you know, what people say when they turn up on set, they go, oh, this is great. This is great fun. What they don't realize is it's taken months and months, possibly even years to get to that stage. And, you know, making a movie, Uh, is literally, if you collate the days together, it's, I don't know, 40 days, 30, 40 days, depends on how complicated it is. But, um, but it's, the, it's getting there that's the hard bit. And if you could, you know, I was thinking, if I could be a full-time director just making movies, um, it would be great. But it's, it's, sadly, that's the, that's the hard part about it. It's, my wife's an artist. If she fancies painting a picture, she'd get a canvas and she'd, she'd do it. Mm-hmm. And then, and I, I mean, I'm not, you know, it, There's a bit more work to it than that, but it's a bit more interesting. Whereas making a film, it's a bit, you have to really plan it. You've got to write the thing first of all, then you've got to find locations, get the actors, get them in, shoot it, the whole crew, edit it, do the special effects, whatever, get the music written, da, da, da. And then if you're perfecting, you want to make money out of it, then you've got to go through the whole distribution rigmarole, which is a, which is a challenge as well. So, um, sorry, I just popped my earrings. Earphones, <laughs> <aren't they? laughs> and, so, uh, Uh, basically we're coming to almost to an end. I just wanted to know if you have ideas in your head for casting of your new film. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have. Yeah. I have to be a bit careful with casting. When you're a filmmaker and you, you, you know, you put stuff online that you're mm-hmm. making a film, you get a lot of actors coming, coming to you. And, 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 and I'm tr- I was trying to reply and courteous and respond But it's difficult. We're now getting 15, 20 people a day. It, it, it kind of fuzzes the water. Occasionally, someone will come along and you say, oh, they're right for that part. But when you've only got, you know, in, this, in the first film, we've got about eight cast members we need. Um, you know, I want to try and I want to really focus on that and, and not have any sort of um, too many influences. And, and the thing is, and this is a really s- sad fact about uh, the film industry is, It really helps if you've got one or two famous names and famous names or just names, people that have worked on other productions. So because, you know, at the end of the day, it does have to be a business as well, because if I, I mean, all right, I didn't crowdfund Invasion Planet Earth completely. I crowdfunded about, about a quarter of it. The rest of it was private investment. So, you know, that was hundreds of thousands of pounds to get all that done. So I've, I've got to be responsible, make sure I get that money back. And if by having somebody in it that's been in a couple of other films, they, Taiwan might buy it, do you know what I mean? Or it might sell in Japan or it, it, it's, it's a bit of a hard fact of life. So, um, you know, and so I understand it's very frustrating for, uh, for an actor that wants, to, is really talented and wants a break. And it's like, why am I not getting the opportunities? My advice to them is make your own stuff, control your own destiny, write a film with you in the lead, find some film friends, make, you've got to make friends, someone with a camera, somebody with a microphone and, and shoot the film and learn how to edit. You know, we can edit, we, um, we Premiere Pro, whatever you decide to use. It's very, very straightforward. You just have to learn it. But and I'm in my 50s and I've just been learning Unreal Engine, which is just, 
um, which is huge for me. And, and, and But you've just got to do it. And we've got all this lovely technology now. Back when I started, you just couldn't do it. You needed 35 mil or 16 mil film. You needed cameras and it was expensive. Now you can do it on your phone if you really, really want to. You can get in festivals, you can get it seen, you can get it sold, you can get fame, but you can you know you can start cutting a career for yourself so i'm really serious about that um you know to anyone that's got that passion to do it don't wait around for the phone to me get on you know just get out and make your film and don't let anything stop you 